Hello and welcome to the Amateur Football YouTube channel with myself, Tabriz. And hey, this is a very serious topic. So there's no joking. And this is, and again, this is kind of something that, um, you know, I I uh, I talk about a lot on um, my channel. I'll introduce Atta to the show. Atta, how you doing, sir? I'm very well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And uh, thank you for kind of coming on. No um and the like, topic that we're talking about is racism racism in Sunday league football um and racism like as I said before at the beginning of the show um this topic really cuts deep to me and when I heard your story atta um again I you know I um I just wanted to contact you first and foremost um just to make sure that you was okay um but enough about me could you could you kind of uh tell the, the views out there you know who you are and what club that you play for and also uh the incident that we're talking about right so yeah um my name's Atta Chowdhury um I play football at um Albion FC um I have played at other clubs before um a well-known club uh, around our area is called AMYFC it was predominantly a, a Muslim-based club um the whole organization was muslim based but you know anyone could anyone could play for us um and yeah so i've been playing football my whole life pretty much and you know um the incident that you're talking about is uh it occurred i think two three weeks ago now two weeks ago i believe um on a on a friendly sunday league game um so it was between albion and uh westminster wanderers um it was you know we've the clubs have had quite a history in the past so they thought it would be a good idea just to do a a one like pre-season friendly where it's for like a trophy just to make it a bit more competitive el clasico so, you know, <laughs> yeah that's what they they dubbed it um so you know we went in there thinking you know it's going to be it'd be a fun game it'd be a competitive game we had a nice stadium and everything at fisher fc um so we thought it'd be a it'd be a good good match and um it was all really good at the beginning at the start and everything and during midway through the game, um, you know, an incident occurred where the ball went over. Um, so we asked for the balls from the sideline. Um, and uh, the the player that was standing in front of me uh, was in the way, grabbed the ball and then was said, oh, it's flat and then just booted it back. And he kicked it way over the fence. And bearing in mind, the whole place was pretty high fenced off. So you'd have to be a bit of, you know, an idiot to kick, it, kick the ball <laughs> over. Um, so I made the comment to him, like, that I saw that coming, that was a bit of an idiotic move. Um, and, you know, I just thought it was a, it's a passing comment, you know, how it is in football, everyone, you give it, you get it. And the next thing you know, he, uh, racially abused me. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to, yeah. I'm allowed to say it on. Uh, on listen, it. please, please, please say it. Um, so essentially he told me to, um, he said, fuck off you darky to me and um i didn't at the beginning i didn't think i heard him straight i i took it took me a second two seconds to kind of process what he'd said and i turned to him and i was like wait are you being sick like what did you just say and he repeated it a second time and then that's when i lost it and i was like you can't say shit like that like i'm brown i have black teammates brown teammates you have two black teammates on your team you know um there was a few people watching of and there was black people, brown people, you know, and I thought, you know what, how, how dare he say this? So I said to him, I said, how dare you say that? You can't say something like that. And 
like all in the heat at the moment, you know, I'm getting a bit angry. I'm I'm charging towards him. And then people have realised what's going on because I've kind of lost my head. I'm going at him. And next thing you know, his, his excuse for it had been, oh, but my father is black. And to me, that didn't really compute that much because to me, you, you'd think, you know, if you're if you if your dad's black, that's more of a reason for you not to say something like that because you know, and his dad must know that you know that's not that's not acceptable. Even if you are of color, you can't be like racist to anyone. I couldn't be racist to a black person or or, or a Chinese person because I myself have witnessed racism to myself. So so that that's kind of the incident that went down, and it was handled really well by everyone. Like. Like that is the biggest thing I have to say that Westminster Wanderers handled it so well. They kicked him off the pitch straight away. Um, most all of nearly all of their teammates came and consoled me at the exact time. They literally did kick him off the pitch. They told him to get off the pitch, take his shirt off, and never come back. The ref noted it down. It's it has gone to the league, and they are doing investigation as we speak. So I've just given um, a witness statement. I have to give another one as well. Um, and yeah, that's kind of what happened on a Sunday league match. Uh, you know, at eleven thirty a.m. on the morning in the morning on a Sunday. So, mm-hmm. kind of just goes to show that if it's happening on the big scale and it's so widely, you know, noted now that it happens there, like it's it is also happening on a Sunday, which to me is a shock because that is the one place you wouldn't expect it to happen. It's you know everyone goes there to have fun. Yeah, it's competitive and stuff, and things get the better of you. Fine, you can have a competitive edge. You can call me all the names under the sun you want because it's football I, I do it as well myself but when it when you have things like that and and a situation like that happens then it does kind of hit home to you and you kind of think right when is this really going to stop or when are they going to do something about it mm. and how like did you feel after the whole incident I mean I mean what so like this happened in the first half or second half I think it was the second half I'm not quite sure when exactly it happened I'm pretty sure it was like some way through the second half so we were already beating them at this point and obviously tensions are high like no one wants to lose i get it um but yeah like at that moment in time like when he lit when he had just said it i had literally just gone into rage mode i myself am a bit of a hothead i don't like i don't like things like that and then for him to say that i kind of lost my head and i was about to go charge him and you know whatever was going to happen was going to happen at that point but i just did think to myself you know it's not that would be wrong of me because I would be stooping myself down to his level. So it did take a lot in me not to go and like punch him in his face, even though I, that's what I felt he deserved. I mm-hmm. still feel like sometimes that's what people deserve, but realistically in the grand scheme of things, what does it help? It doesn't really help. It just more so tarnishes my, whatever I have to say about him, it tarnishes that. Right. So I just thought, you know, I'd be the bigger man. Um, and at that point I was just more angry than anything. And then I kind of like played it off. And I'm like, it's cool. It's cool. And then like about a minute, two minutes later, while they were still dealing with it, then it kind of hit me when I was kind of to myself. And I was like, wait, did this actually just happen again? But it's not the first mm-hmm. time it's happened. It's happened before a few times. But mm-hmm. it was like, okay, like it, it does kind of hit me. And everyone's like, are you okay? And that's when, you know, the rush of emotion yeah. starts to hit. 100%. And I'm there, you know, trying to give off the the, the hard man vibes, you know. The, yeah. And I'm like, I don't really want to like cry in front of anyone. So I kind of just kept it to myself. And then, you know, once I pushed past that, it, the rest of the game was completely fine. It was just more so a lot of people had come up to me after and was like, listen, we're so sorry about that. I was like, it's nothing for you lot to apologise. The thing is, he should have apologised and he didn't even deny it once. So that was kind of, yeah, that's kind of what happened. And um, so how I knew about this, I think 
I think Albion pull it on their stories and then they link to um, your profile as well to their stories. And actually, when I was listening to you, it was it, it was kind of as if it just had sank in because I think you was in your car and you was explaining it. And it was almost like you're you're kind of speaking in third person. It was like, wow, did this actually happen to me? And and like whatnot. I mean, you know, what what kind of made you literally sit down in your car and actually make that video and actually pull it out on Instagram? So it was, I think it was about two days after it had happened because I wanted to kind of process it all. And I had got called literally the the day after it happened. So on the Monday, um, somebody called me. Uh, the Albion Club chairman called me and found out that it happened at the exact time and called me to find out if everything, everything was okay. Um, so obviously I just explained like, look, I'm okay. Like it's, it's something that <clears throat> I've dealt with before, but yeah, like it, it did hurt at the time and, and whatnot, but I've dealt with it. And then, yeah, I just thought, you know what, like it's, it does seem like it's a good idea to talk about it. It's, it's happened to me. It's happened to me before. I've never said anything about it, I said it to my friends, but I've never really gone out there and said it. And I thought, you know what, like it, I do owe it to myself and owe it to people to tell them about this. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to take a couple of days to see how I feel about it and process it and then sit down and speak about it. And it was, I know it was very long winded. I know a lot of people were like, oh, we saw the stories and we kind of skipped past them. I said, oh, well, look, this is what it was about. And then they went and watched it and then they came back and spoke. So, yeah, I just kind of just thought, you know what, I need to tell that part of it because it's happened on a Sunday league. Like I've had it on Saturday league as well at high level, but I thought, you know what, it's happened on a Sunday league, on a, on, on a Sunday morning. Like, who wants to be racially abused on a Sunday morning? Let alone, mm. like, called any... Like, I don't mind people swearing at me and calling me, yeah. like, shit at football and whatnot. That's fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that on a Sunday morning. Yeah. But to then, like, to take it to that next level on a Sunday morning kind of just hit me and was like, this just is not acceptable. There's, there's just no way it's acceptable in this, in this time. So, because the player in question admitted saying it, I guess it made it easier, you know, in terms of a statement, because, you know, imagine if he said, I didn't say that, it it literally, it literally would have been your word against his. I mean, did, you know, anyone else hear it? I mean, was it caught on camera? I mean, I, this is, this is the, this is the difficult part because it was very much so me and him, but there were people around and, you know, I've had it before where on a, in a Saturday league game, someone said it to me and I've lost my head about it. And he's then started denying it. His teammates have started denying it because they've realized they've screwed up. And then it's then, like you said, it was my word against his. And that's happened before. But here, nobody took his side because the fact was that he didn't deny it when I when I shouted it in front of him because everyone was here at this point. People were holding me back and holding him back. And I was like, you cannot say that. He goes, oh, but, I, but it doesn't matter. My dad's black. So when he had said that, he had officially said, mm -hmm. I have said it. He didn't deny it once when the ref kicked him off, like gave him the red card to take him off the pitch. He didn't, he didn't contest it. He didn't say anything. Like he never officially said, yeah, I'd said it. But when I, when I screamed, when I said to him, how dare you say something like that? You're not allowed to say something like that. He then goes, oh, he just gave an excuse for it, which then in turn meant he had said it. Um, so yeah, it did. A, a few people had, I think a few people had heard it from my side. I think one person heard it from my side and I think maybe their captain and someone else heard it. I'm not, I'm not officially sure who knows what, but I do know that he did not deny it, which then helped a lot more. Um, so yeah, like I, I put through the witness statement and they asked me exactly what happened. And I said, this is exactly what's happened and whatnot. So yeah. Okay. And, and um, has the league got back to you 
regarding when a when the in investigation will finish or you know have they kept you up up to date i mean what's, um what's so i've been cc'd in with all the emails between our club chairman and the the the, uh, the league chairman and stuff um and without going into too much detail because there's obviously things about it has surprised me at some of the things that have happened um i'm not trying to put anyone under the bus or anything but it does feel like there's a bit of you know hesitance with all of this going through because it might bring a light to something that they don't want it to bring a light to you know it's very much so feels like let's try and brush it under the carpet kind of thing like we'll try and deal with it but without it being too much like out there and whatnot so i mean for now i've given my statement and they've asked for another official statement so i have to do that um i don't know what goes on from there but i'm assuming that it goes to the FA and whatnot and they see what happens. But I mean, I'm not thinking that it's going to go too far or something's going to happen because I've heard about these things happening before and not much has really happened after all this, it goes somewhere and then it dies down. So my, that's, that's part of the reasoning I wanted to put out what I put out because I want people to know whether, whether it does go big or doesn't go big, that people know it happened. And then when you reached out about it and we had that, we had that like 30 minute phone call, it felt really good to be able to speak to someone about it who's also had uh, shared experiences. Even my club chairman um, is is black and he was telling me about his experiences and that's why he was so frustrated and he was apologizing. And I was like, look, it's not your fault. It's, no one needs to apologize apart from the person who committed that, that offense. So yeah, like I'm not sure what will go on and I'm not, I'm, I'm not too hopeful with things that will go ahead, but at the end of the day, I'm going to do what I can do. And not, this is why we're having this talk right now, right? Is so that yeah. even if things don't go through on that side, someone will be able to see this and maybe do something about it. Yeah. And uh, say like the final question, I mean, um, what what would you like to say to that player that racially abused you if you could um, meet him right now? Honestly, I would just, I'd apologise to him for the situation happening because I know it's a weird thing to say but it's like surely something has happened to you somewhere in your life that has caused you to do this like I apologize that you were maybe brought up a different way or you know something has happened that has caused you to feel like you should be able to say this to someone and for that I apologize to you that maybe your upbringing maybe wasn't the best or something has happened that I don't know what it is and then I'd like to ask why what 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 made you feel so inclined to say something like that that you know was wrong because you didn't contest it and then after that if an apology is there then i'll accept the apology i'm never going to not accept an apology i might you know they say forgive not forget i can forgive it but i won't forget it's happened before and that's all you can do like i'll try and educate him but you know some people don't want to be educated and that's half the problem in this in football at the moment is that there's a lot of education that needs to be done, which isn't happening. Okay. Atta, thank you so much for um, telling telling us your like story. And again, I just want to apologize um, as well that you can, you I had to um, go through this, uh, this kind of dreadful um, emotion, um, you know, seeing environment. And again, there's, there's like no, um, there's like no, um, you know, it's kind of 
very hard for me to kind of uh, get my words out when it kind of comes to racism. But you know, there's uh, there's like no room for racism in in football in society. You know, full stop. And um, and again, I you know I just kind of hopefully you know this like hasn't spoiled your love for football. Um, I'm like guessing that you guys have had uh, preseason matches since. Uh, we've that was the last one. We've got one this Sunday and and, and coming Sundays, and then I think the league starts in September. So just mm-hmm. looking forward to getting back to that, and hopefully not having another incident like this. But yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. no. we can just hope. Well, um, Atta, I just want to wish you well. Um, I want to wish Albion well, um, well as well. Um, and um, thank you for telling us your story. No worries. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me on. Um, Thank you for letting me express everything. You know, it's so important. And you do such a great job. I've seen all your other videos as well with other people. And it does what you do and the things that you allow people to do. I don't think people realize how much of a difference it can make. If someone does watch this and has experienced it and they can take something from this, then, you know, that's all that matters. And that's that's all I really want to do is just give maybe even one person a bit of light again. Like, not to just a, a quick story is that one of my friends that messaged me, I hadn't known he'd quit football. I just thought he never played football. He had quit football early on because he had experienced racism as a kid and he stopped playing and he's never played football since. Wow. So wow. like if this can help what some person just stay on track to play football and be like, look, it's it's a one and like it, they, these incidents will happen, but it shouldn't stop you from doing what you love. If, if that was the case, a lot of people wouldn't have made it where they would made it now. So just stick at it and that's that's all we can do. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you.